Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Are you a brand new real estate investor and you have not been able to do your first deal because you simply don't have the funding to do your deals? Or are you a wholesaler and you've wholesaled some deals, got some assignment fees, but there's some deals you want to stay in, but you haven't been able to stay in the deals because you don't have the funding or the money for the deals? Or are you a seasoned real estate investor? You've done a ton of deals and you just want more funding at super cheap interest rates and like not making any monthly payments throughout the process? Well, if you answered yes to any of those questions, don't go anywhere because I'm getting ready to plug you into the money. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor, the Private Money Academy podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here for another amazing episode and show where we talk all things real estate. We talk all things that relate to entrepreneurs and small business owners, how to grow your business, how to automate your business, how to run your business instead of letting the business run you. Well, we've been doing the podcast now for quite a few years. If you're brand new here to the show, we love your feedback. We love for you to subscribe, rate, and review, and uh, click that bell if you're watching on YouTube so you don't miss any episodes. So, you know, if you've been tuning into the show for some time, you know I have amazing guests that come here on the show. Today is no exception. But before I introduce my guest, I've got a free gift for you for just being here with me on the show. And that is I recently released my new book, which is titled Where to Get the Money Now, How and Where to Get Money for Your Real Estate Deals Without Relying on Hard Money 
or traditional lenders of any kind. You see, back in 2009, I lost my lines of credit for my real estate deals and I didn't have a way to fund them. And guess what? I discovered private money, not hard money. I discovered private money. And now I have about 45 private lenders funding our deals. I never miss out on a deal. I always bring home a big check when I buy a property. And this book reveals to you exactly my five-step process for getting all the funding you'll ever need for your real estate deals. So I want to give you this book. It's 20 bucks at Amazon, but I'll give it to you for free. Just cover shipping and handling. And here's how you get the book. Go to www.jayconner.com forward slash book. That's jayconner.com forward slash book. I'll autograph it and I'll ship it right out to you. Well, as I mentioned, I have another amazing guest here on today's show. And she is known to many across the nation and world as the business mom. Why in the world is my guest referred to as the business mom? Well, it's because she provides the rules, the guidelines, the strategies for business that you actually learned from your mother. She's the co-founder of a company that's titled and called Long Ship Systems, which is a company that's dedicated to helping businesses like yours define, design, and execute your ideal client journey. In other words, how is it that your customers and your clients actually enjoy their journey and stay with you as a longtime client? Well, her team at Longship Systems does that in actually three ways. First of all, automation and systems for marketing, sales, fulfillment, uh, internal processes. Secondly, she and her team uh, have got sales-driven copy, creative content strategy, and they're really big on this thing. And it's a hot word, hot buzzword these days called story brand. What is your story behind your business that attracts new customers and clients to you. And then thirdly, she and her team are experts when it comes to advertising, retargeting on the internet and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Well, my guest you're going to find out in just a second is very passionate about understanding your goals, your problems that you face day to day. And she's passionate about helping you find creative solutions and strategies to help you achieve the success in your business that you want to. And with that, I'm so excited to have on the show and to welcome my guest, Sarah Hossman. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hey there, Sarah. I uh, had a little internet uh, blip there. Can you hear me okay? I can. I can. Awesome. I can hear you fantastic as well. Well, welcome to the show, Sarah. Glad to have you. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. And yeah, so I'm, I'm ready to, to give and uh, provide value for all of the listeners here. Awesome. Well, uh, for those of you that may be listening on the podcast, just so you know, we are live streaming as well. And for those of you listening to the podcast, you can actually listen to the live streams on YouTube. Um, search for Jay Connor Real Estate Investing and you can easily find us. So Sarah, you got a live audience. You also got a podcast audience coming around here in a couple of weeks. So uh, first of all, Sarah, how about share with everyone 
Well, first, I want everybody to know that you and I know each other and we're good friends because we're in a mastermind together. So uh, just I want everybody to know, I know Sarah. She's not like, you know, somebody that emailed me out of the blue and I have no idea who she is. You all are going to get a ton of value from Sarah right here on the show. So, Sarah, you know, story brand. How about tell us your story and how you got from where you used to be to where you are today and what you're doing? So that is an excellent question and a a great segue here. So a lot of, um, we actually got into this business because I was an insurance agent and um, I, I had finished college. I started my own insurance agency and I was very proud of myself. And my husband and I were sitting there with master's degrees and we're like in marketing and business communications. And we went to, you know, build our CRM and, and build out a couple of uh, processes. And boy, I got um, at least six weeks into it. And we were super proud of ourselves when we finally got the system that we'd purchased. Um, We finally got it to send an email. And we figured it out. And so um, that was uh, really exciting at that point. But boy, that was that it took so much. And uh, so that was how we had kind of started. And then uh, we we figured there had to be a much easier way. And as we learned and grew with my insurance agency, we realized how much we had to offer as far as just teaching and techniques. And then you just start picking up um, different, you know, different other things that pertain to the business. And before you knew it, we had a, a, a process and a system that was translatable to pretty much every industry in every business model, in every business type, regardless of how big or small somebody was. And so that's what we really bring to it is we have a framework and a structure that makes it really easy for you, for anybody who is in business, whether you're new to it or, you know, your old hat and this has been a business of yours. It's just a new way to look at your business and your process so that you can capture more leads so that you can convert them at a higher rate and so that you build lifetime customer value. So I was going to ask this system and framework of doing business that you and your husband created, what does it do? What are the benefits of having this system in place. It's sort of a mystery right now, but what is this system and what does it do? And why would someone, why would a a small business owner be interested in learning about this system? So uh, the big thing is to pull your business out of what we would call survival mode. Um, And survival mode can happen in marketing. It can happen in sales. And that's where people usually find it the most. But it can also happen in your fulfillment in in several different aspects of your your, uh, business. And so what we call survival mode is um, 
if you think about it like a caveman. So what revolutionized uh, things for the caveman? I mean, Jay, actually, let's let's get your input here. What made the caveman like really come out of caveman status and and that survival? I need to hunt and get food um, to, you know, progressing beyond that where they can cultivate and have a little more uh, surety. What do you think it was? What's the big revolution? Well, I'm not sure how the caveman even existed back then prior to cultivating. I mean, how did the caveman exist? Real quick, y'all, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask I can ever ask of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more real estate investors make more money, feed their families, and have the private money they need to fund their deals. And the only way we can do that is if I ask you to rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world of someone else. And that's just it, like running and and hunting and gathering. So a lot of people will say like fire would have been a big revolution or uh, the wheel so you can you know, move more things. And those are both really high quality answers. But the thing that really did it for uh, the caveman was building fences, being able to create a fenced off area that was defended against animals, prey, other things so that you could build a a garden. It's being able to go in and really cultivate and build something that you, you want. And so that's what we help businesses do is we pull you out of like run, jump, go catch the next woolly mammoth and, you know, and and live off of that for five seconds. And then you got to go do it again tomorrow. And you've got to go do it again tomorrow. And you've got to go do it again tomorrow. Instead, it's creating that pool of ready buyers who are always there, always ready. And they, it's what makes that business you know, come alive and pull it out of that. I'm going to run and chase this sale. Okay, I got it. Okay, good, good. And so you take a minute until you have to run and chase the sale again. And it's this constant like, I've got to go get it. No. Okay. Ah. And so we, we help a lot of businesses pull out of that kind of survival mode of running and chasing. So how about do this for us so we can really relate specifically to what you're talking about. How about share a story with us? And I know you got a ton of them. Um, How about share a story with us of a client that you took on and they were in survival mode. They were like, you know, I'm hungry. I got to go kill something. Okay. I'm going to eat on that a while. Okay. I got to go kill another one. And you started working with this client and you helped them build this fence you know, whatever that means. And then you started helping them cultivate and make their business better. Can you tell us a story or paint us a picture of one of your clients? And if you don't want to call, you know, actual names, that's fine. But 
paint us a picture of where they were, what specifically you were able to do for them, and now what does their business look like today? Okay, so... um and the reason I ask that is because here on the show, we've got all kinds of business owners. We've got real estate investing business owners. So it'd be good for the real estate investors to be able to relate to, you know, this system that you're talking about. But, you know, real estate investors, all kinds of small business owners. So uh, I would say um, I, I'm going to... Uh, the one that I'm going to pull out is actually uh, they are uh, a company based out of Canada. And we just recently uh, finished a big launch for them. And uh, they teach leadership. They have uh, leadership workshops that they run virtually. And uh, they're higher ticket um, sales. And so it isn't something that uh, people will often rush, uh, you know, directly into, but the survival mode that they found themselves in is because they would run a workshop, um, for each of their different courses, they would run that once a quarter and it perpetually became this, okay, we're pushing and we're launching so that we can do our workshop here on this date. And then, great, we'll run the workshop now. And then they they lay low until it's push time to absolutely launch the next one. And part of the difficulty that they were running into there is that not only the rush of having to do that, but there wasn't any back-end nurture and follow-up. So if somebody came into their database or logged into one of their blogs or anything like that, they weren't getting any additional follow-up. Uh, they weren't getting any kind of emails or text messages or anything to notify these people. So until... no, no nurturing of a relationship. Yep. And everything became, and this is a, a big issue that a lot of people run into when they're building their uh, client journeys out is everything is buy or die, meaning it's always buy now, buy now, buy now, buy now, buy now. And we never have any opportunity to nurture and cultivate them and create the relationship and the conversation that will allow them to move into an actual buy mode where we're not teaching them to know, like, and trust us. And so um, while they had excellent blogs, they had great social media presence, uh, they're everything everything that was going out from their marketing was always buy now, buy now, buy now. And it wasn't really cultivating that relationship. So what we did is we took several of their blogs. We were able to uh, turn those into uh, an ebook, a core, a like mini course, and then some roadmaps and guides that people could opt in for at lower ticket offers that would cultivate that relationship so that when it was time for the course to launch and we're asking them for $7,000, it doesn't seem like such a large ask because we've already gotten tremendous value at a significantly lower um, price point. And we handled everything from the 
creation of the PDF all the way through the automated email campaigns that went out the landing pages that were created for it. Um, and then in the end gave them the tracking that they would need to be able to say, these ads are pushing to these things effectively. Here's what your conversion rate is. And now we're coming into, uh, into this and they're coming up on their uh, next cycle of workshops that um, are coming up and they're filled more than they ever have been um, and with opportunities for people to be able to take their workshops and so that's just one example of how how you pull out of that survival mode and move into a much more enriched um, marketing. And what that does in a lot of instances um, is it just creates a better opportunity for people to feel like if they're not ready right now to buy, then great. They, they have an opportunity down the road to still do that and keeping you top of mind. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's uh, in, in today's marketplace, it's all about building the relationship uh, before, you know, you're pitching anybody with anything. Like, you know, like you said a second ago, it all comes down to, you know, do they like me? Do they trust me? Um, it couldn't even be more relevant, you know, today than ever before. Um, so let me ask you this, you know, marketing and, and by the way, Sarah, you know, um, I just want the audience to know whether, I mean, whether you are a business owner that is an educator and have a coaching business, or you are a real estate investor, or you have a brick and mortar business and you sell swimming pools, right? It's, it's all the same. It's all about how can I nurture my, and you know, I'll tell you, Sarah, you know this uh, better than anybody. Unfortunately, many business owners do not understand that the most important asset they have is their list. And that is their list of potential customers, their current customers. You know, I'm asking myself all the time, how can I be connecting more and better with people that might want to do business with me in the future. And I'm talking about on a consistent basis. You know, for example, one thing that I started doing uh, about a year and a half ago, and it's doubled my email. No, 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 no. It's quadrupled my email open rate. And that is giving value. So at least twice a week, at least twice a week, sometimes more, we will send out emails of this podcast, selling nothing, selling nothing, just giving value, giving content. And, you know, when people know you're not going to hit them all the hit them on the head, you know, every day trying to sell them something, you actually are giving people value. Then the more people are going to, you know, open your emails and, you know, for our brick and mortar business owners out there that are listening to the show, if you don't have an email list, it's time to start one by everybody that walks in your door you need to give them a reason to get on your email list and your newsletter list and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, marketing, Sarah, is a very, very 
vague word. Oh, <laughs> to but, say the least, it yeah, is it is vague. Yeah, and you know, a <laughs> um, lot of people think marketing equals advertising. Nothing could be further from the truth. Marketing does not equal advertising. Advertising is a slice, right, of marketing. So let me put you on the spot, Sarah. What is your def? It's a two-part question. What is your definition of marketing? And the second part of that question is, once you define marketing for us, tell us what's working in marketing today. So that is a great question. So let's um, let's talk a little bit about that. So I always like to um, define this um, this way. Okay, when we're talking about marketing uh, versus advertising, um, let's imagine that you know I I want to. I am at a mastermind and I really want to be on Jay's uh, podcast. So the first thing that I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to try and uh, get into his line of sight, like at the mastermind. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit next to him and uh, at the table and I want to really, you know, talk to him. And so it's advertising is the positioning of where people will see your business and where your ideal clients are. Okay. So that's advertising. And then it is also advertising is also, it's the outfit that I'm wearing to attract the attention that I'm looking for. It, it's the pretty sheen. It's the coat, uh, you know, that is going to attract them. Great. Now, the other side to that is marketing. Marketing is what to say, how to say it, and how to do it. Once we've shook hands and I've said, hi, Jay, I'm Sarah Hossman, and here's who I am and here's what I do. Great. That's actually marketing. That is the work and the conversation that gets you to the next part of, of your business, which is sales. And uh, every business has a sales part of their business, but we often will misconstrue marketing as being sales or as being advertising. Instead of really understanding that the, the land that marketing lives in is only to communicate what it is you do, it's teaching people why they should know, like, trust and buy and do business with you and why you do it better than anybody else uh, and, you know, why they should care, why they should give a damn. <laughs> so so let me ask you if I understood your your definition correctly when I say this. Marketing is the activity of how you communicate with potential customers. Potential customers or, and potential customers don't limit that to only new people to your database. This could be repeat uh, customers as well. Absolutely. So um, another, so the part two of that is, What's working? <laughs> what's working in marketing? So, so really, what's working in marketing? And, and, and this next question after that, I don't know if it's the same question or not. What's working in marketing? Uh, secondly, what's a specific current strategy that's like really, you know, knocking it out of the park? 
Okay. So um, there's a lot of things that are working uh, really well right now. Um, the big thing that we see, uh, we're at the new year here. Uh, so the big thing that is working very well for people and will be working probably until about March or April is challenges. As, as crazy as that, you know, seems a lot of times challenges are very good. They're timely though. And you really, uh, want to be cautious and, you know, this is the time of year where challenges excel. Right. So um, tell everybody what a challenge is. So a challenge funnel would be, um, well, I'm, I'm going to use a fitness example. And again, only because I just did one. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's a, it's a five days of movement at work challenge. And so they give you each day a set of movements that they want you to do in that day and so many steps to do, and you're going to drink this amount of water. And each time you're going to go in and report your results, the, the end goal is to get people to, uh, you know, purchase a subscription, uh, for, you know, widget A. Um, and that's for right now a very high profile um, fitness client that, that we're working with. But as an example, if we were looking at uh, real estate, so it would be, um, well, if you were looking in the education space, it would be, hey, five days to your first deal or five days to your first private lending opportunity. Um, and so it's really being able to kind of pull out what it is, a small goal that you know you could help your clients achieve in a short amount of time. And so like a challenge that I could do would be uh, five days of the best social, organic social media uh, posts that you could make. And so now we're doing a five-day challenge where they're posting so many videos and so on on their social media. And how long do you recommend a, uh, a session to last uh, on each of the five days? I would keep it. Um, so remember, uh, okay, and this is true of all marketing. You want to be very cautious when you're building out any kind of funnel, whether challenge or webinar or anything that it is you're choosing to do. Um, you really want to be cautious about playing only to the lowest common denominator. And the what I mean by that is uh, if I were looking at like my business as an example, it, it would be playing as if nobody has any idea how to market or automate anything in their business and they're brand new and they need help with everything. That's one angle you could take. I generally will tell people, find the challenge that your ideal client would want. Um, so, if your ideal client is more experienced in business, um, let's say you're an attorney and you do um, 
you do legal work, uh, legal paperwork for businesses, setting up LLCs and everything. If I were that type of business, then my challenge, I would want to speak to, hey, these are people who are setting up businesses on the regular and therefore giving them a tiny hack that they can do each day uh, in order to achieve a, a goal. And then we want that to lead into, hey, great, now you should do business with us. Here's how we make that easy. And uh, the reason challenges work is because People will DIY something for a bit. They can see how easy it is, but they can also see that it's a big pain in the butt and that it's a great opportunity to, great, this is why you would want to be a part of, you know, our organization or our group, why you want to do business with us. So That makes sense. Sarah, you're known to a lot of people as the business mom. Uh, how or why did you come up with that concept? Um, well, okay. So that was actually, it was, I, I, for those in the audience, if you're not familiar with what webinars are, uh, they are simply Zoom, you know, meetings that you can conduct and, and do it. So I, we were doing them during the pandemic. We were literally doing them twice a week. And I just offered them to anybody because, uh, you know, that was, it was a moment where we didn't have a lot going on until, um, you know, people started realizing, oh, okay, the business is, is going to work still. Um, but we were doing them twice a week, just offering out as much help as we could to any and all uh, small businesses. And what I realized really quickly was a lot of the things I was saying related right back to the lessons that uh, Debbie Talbert, my own mother, uh, had taught me. And uh, they were things that I was like constantly, you know, shouting at my own children. And like lesson number one is don't talk to strangers. I mean, how many times did you hear your mom say that? Well, the same thing is exactly true in business. Don't talk to strangers, meaning you want to teach people why they should know, like, and trust you. They've been told their entire life, don't talk to strangers. Don't be a stranger. Be welcome in their inbox. Be welcome in their home. And you do that through not always doing that buy now, buy now, buy now. But instead, like you talked about, Jay, like giving them value. And all it's doing is giving value. It's goodwill proposition. On those webinars I was doing, you know, twice a week, uh, I never really had anything to sell at that point. Like it was kind of a, I'm doing this as a goodwill thing. Like anybody can ask any question that they want. Um, and so you know, it's, it's finding these, these life lessons. Um, and just to kind of, I have a few different, uh, a few different ones um, here, and I'm just pulling uh, them up. But rule two is you need to finish what's on your plate a lot of times. <laughs> and, and as a business, we run into that all the time, where it's, I I have this great idea and this expectation. And so I'm going to run off the cliff of good ideas and I'll make it to the other side, I promise. But uh, 
but you end up falling in the water and, and you kind of, you fall, fall down a lot of times. And so finish what's on your plate really is take things in bite-sized portions. Don't run and I'm going to fix every aspect of my marketing. And now I'm going to create a, you know, 27 module course on, you know, how to tie your shoelaces, uh, you know, with your eyes closed. Like, it's not getting you where you want to go. So you want to finish what's on your plate. Pick something small. Let's pick something bite-sized and let's, you know, give it to, uh, give it to them. Also, when it comes to putting out content, give it in bite-sized portions. People don't, they're not on your same level. Don't speak to your peers. Speak to, uh, you know, again, your your actual customer. Um, the other one is, you know, I can see what you're doing because I have eyes in the back of my head. You should always know what it is your client base is going to be feeling and experiencing. And I'm using that word um, like what they're experiencing and feeling very intentionally. People buy on emotion. They don't buy on logic as much as we'd all love to for everybody to buy on logic. Um, they don't. They, everybody is emotional. And so you really have to be cued into what that journey looks like. I know what my kids are doing. And it's not because I have eyes in the back of my head, but it's because I know what they're doing. I know what their routines are. I know how they're going to attempt to manipulate me to get, you know, dessert way before they should. Um, and, and so it's being able to take those things and say, yes, um, this is why, um, this is where they're at. And this is how I know what they, what they want and need next. Sarah, I know um, your clients uh, that you have uh, actually end up being very successful, but why is that? So I would say our most successful clients and the people that we see um, what success looks like the best is that they have clean and clear objectives and, and campaigns that are built 100% for them and with their business in mind. And so it's really mapping out a client journey from start to finish and how we actually do that, the best way to do it. If you're looking at this going, mm, I, I, I need this, but I don't know where I need it most. Um, what you do is you always start um, with what it is you fulfill and fulfill on and what it is you sell. And I always equate it like this. You want to take your business and pretend you're a restaurant and pretend somebody has walked into the restaurant and you've given them a menu. What's on the menu? What can they buy today and be able to um, take full advantage of? And so that's one me big measure of success um, that we see. The other one um, that it is that they have tools that are right for them. And I'm going to use I'm going to use another analogy here, um, and that's if I tell you, Jay, to go into the kitchen and just make dinner, uh, 
am I right in assuming probably the first place you're going to go is look in the fridge. What do I have in there? You're looking for ingredients and, and you're going to scratch your head and go, well, all right, I think maybe I have this. I also have a number for KFC over here. And, uh, and you, you kind of go through the different things. You, you're looking and scrambling for all kinds of resources. Um, but if I go and I say, Jay, go into the kitchen and make spaghetti. Well, that gives you a strategy and a recipe that you can pull up really quick and it makes your purpose into the kitchen that much more focused. And so one of the big things that we see is key to success is having an actual strategy before you go into the kitchen or go into marketing something is you want to have a strategy and a map in place. That way it makes finding the right ingredients really easy. It makes finding the recipe and pulling everything together and picking the right tools that much more efficient. And so when you're going in and doing this, always start with, hey, what is it that I sell? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what else it is you you do. We want to drive more people to sales. And so you want to start there. What is it I sell? Great. Now, how do people get there? And then how are they seeing seeing us and how what's the conversation that's going to lead best into that um and i have a whole course i I have a a course and i'd love to give that to everybody on here um it if you simply text message the word give um g-i-v-e to six two three six three two one zero one three um i will i will grant you access into my course where i literally outline this entire process of how to create the right opt-in for your ideal client and it walks you through everything here's how you're going to find the gap in what it is Uh, your client needs. And then here's how you can position that type of thing. Here's where the best things are. And here's how you build the actual campaigns because let's all call a spade a spade CRMs, which are customer relationship management systems. They're wonderful. They're super helpful. They're necessary. They're, they're pain in the ass. They're just a pain. They're, they're difficult to set up. And so literally I give you exact strategy so that you know, hey, I'm going in the kitchen to make spaghetti and now you can execute it on, you know, really reasonably and quickly. Sarah, thank you so much for offering that very valuable gift to our audience. And one more time, if you would, Sarah, give everyone the um, instructions on how to get your course for free. Yep. So just text message give G I V E to six two three six three two one zero one three. And that number again is six two three six three two one zero one three. You'll be asked 
Yeah, Are you'll you be good? asked a series of questions. Um, it just what's your name? What's your email? And uh, and then you will be in the system. You will get an email with access in and you'll be able to access that course. That's awesome. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. And I can't wait to see you at our next uh, in-person mastermind meeting. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Sarah, thank you for coming on. And uh, there you have it, folks. Another episode of Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor, the Private Money Academy podcast. I'm Jay Connor, your host, also known as the Private Money Authority. Here's wishing you the best, taking your business to the next level. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, ring that bell so you don't miss out on the upcoming episodes. And we'll see you right here on the next Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor. Mm -hmm.